When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde Podcast. I have a very interesting guest today. Her name is Lisa D'Amato and she's America's Next Top Model. And she also is seen on Shark Tank with her amazing product, There You Go. So in this episode, Lisa and I will be talking about so many issues that she had to face being on America's Next Top Model. And Tyra Banks used her childhood trauma against her. So we'll be discussing so many great topics today, such as how to get on Shark Tank, what challenges can you face, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Lisa. How are you today? Um, I'm good. Today, it's a beautiful day in Los Angeles. Where do you live? I'm in Atlanta, but I love Los Angeles a lot. Yeah, it's beautiful outside. Like so excited to have you on, and we would love to learn more about you. So, would you please tell our listeners about yourself? How did you get on America's Next Top Model? Um, okay, my name is Lisa D'Amato. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Um, I've been modeling since I was 12 years old uh, in Hollywood. You know, in the whole grind of everything that is Hollywood, you know, acting, modeling, hosting, commercials, you know, Stella Adler, um, Howard Fine classes, like booking commercials, like my whole life. Um, And then I got there to try out for America's Next Top Model with these girls that I worked with. I also had a side gig as a waitress. So, you know, um, and it was fun. We were all like sisters. And, um, it was really cool. They just, they all had all watched television. They, they were fans of top model. I had no clue at the time I was like bald and I had just toured all over, um, Europe with Sebastian's hair company and they would like lose zippers and I would do all those shows and these huge runway shows all over Europe. It was, and here too. And like everywhere, but like, um, and my hair was growing out and it was just like a dare. I was like, okay, fine. And then they filled out the paperwork and did everything, filmed my video, sent it in, everything. And then they called me and the rest is history. (laughs) What was the big challenge for you? Uh, The big challenge for Top Model is, um, I guess, like the psychological 
torture they put you through, to be quite honest. You know, it totally took me off guard. And like, I, I didn't go on the show watching it. So I didn't even know from a fan's perspective how it went. In Tyra's defense, she said, you should probably watch it before you move into the house. And I didn't do that. I didn't take the advice. So that is true. That being said, though, um, you weren't expecting that that would happen to you. And those were, you know, private. The details of my childhood trauma that they used against me was um, what I had confessed in my therapy session that you think is confidential. So you're like, you look back and you're like, holy shit, like how, where do they, like, how do they even do that? And then you think after all these years, you know, quarantine and as a mom, like just trying to educate my kids and homeschool and everyone's surviving with quarantine. Everyone started watching Tom Model again. And then the questions and the bullying comes back um, online um, the way, you know, uh, it's deformation of character for sure. And it just like, doesn't stop ever. It really doesn't sometimes just go harder than others, but like, it doesn't stop. Um, but I found out that it continued after me and to so many girls, you know, they're all online, all their stories are coming out. They're all getting interviewed. And I'm like in quarantine being like, what the fuck? That shit's fucked up. I think ultimately, I'm going to be honest with you, the reason I've been like speaking out so much is because this just needs to stop. Like the hierarchy of the capital, disgusting capitalism of like the whitewash system. And like, you have to suck the dick of the system and you, there's no integrity. There's no dignity. There's no humanity. Like nothing exists anymore that has anything to do with being like kind and human decency and like, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of all of it. I'm gonna help these girls. I'm gonna help like reality TV have some ethics involved from now on. You know, like even just like a year ago, my, my product Dare You Go, I was on Shark Tank. I got a deal with Barbara Corcoran. I know that was one of the questions, so I know you know that. <laughs> but you know, I had internationals patents, international patents pending, even in China, you know, obviously, like that's where you want to protect your, your IP. And they still ripped me off. And you know what else? They didn't just rip me off. They put my son on the box and then pretended that they didn't know it was my product. You're like, my son is on your box. And I saw that you've been following me on Instagram for a year. Everyone's a liar. Like corporate greed, banks, fraud. Like it's just out of control and we have to stop it. And that's what I'm going to do. Cause I'm still stuck in quarantine. All this is still happening. And like, we started ripping up the rug of this country and everything is just coming out now. Like, this is just the way it needs to go. We have to burn it all fucking down to build it back up again. And I'm a part of that process, <laughs> basically. Yeah. It's crazy, but you know, it was my huge dream to be on America's Next Top Model because I started modeling back in Ukraine, Russia when I was there and- Yeah, you're a beautiful girl. Thank you. And I started when I was 13. So I came to US and I had a lot of turndowns because I mean, I was size two, four, but still like for runway, sometimes they needed zero. And I started Ugh. because, wow. like, you know, I mean, I not gross to girls that are that size if they're naturally like that, but gross that that's, that's yeah. the standard, you know? And I had so many like rejections as far as like, I applied to American Next Top Model. I applied to so many shows. I did have like so many heartbreaks and who knew like so many years later, I will do it just myself without any 
you know? Yeah, independently. And still work with brands and still do it just on my own, but directly with brands. <laughs> yeah, no, fantastic. Yeah. Do you still do it now? Yeah, I still do it. I still do it like with different brands and stuff. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Awesome. That was like so heartbreaking at that time because how the system worked and how they used to, well, now they have plus size models and all any size and any yeah. form, whatever. But that time, I mean, even though me being size two, four, I still had struggles mm -hmm. somewhere because they would need size zero. <laughs> That's crazy. So then you finding out about this Tyra Bank stuff and like top model stuff, are you glad that you didn't go on? Yeah, but also like, did you did your heart break? You're like, oh no. Yeah, I was really disappointed because of the whole system of the show and what they did to you guys, and also like, what it, did she say anything into her defense or no? <laughs> Still birds chirping. Um, you know what? I think that this is great that actually um, we're simmering on it. It's not it's not a sprint, you know. I think it's a it's a little distance run, and I think a lot of things. You know, we have to go full scope on this because it's a, I'm trying to understand from like the viewer's perspective. Okay. Like what we are talking about is something the viewers never saw. So we have to tell the stories like I did yesterday on my Instagram. Once you piece, once I am able to vocally tell the story and piece it together to the viewers, they're like, damn, like now I see it. Whereas, you know, it's hard, but when you come out with something that's like, so emotional and trigger triggering and heartbreaking even to you like me coming out and doing this and helping a lot of girls people are forgetting that like one the place in my life right now i'm i'm cool you know like i have a really amazing successful product i love my kids like i have my family i have a loving life you know and i'm doing this because it needs to be done you know and there's so many girls that are involved in this that literally like me even tagging them like they said that their hands are shaking like that is so sad that girls are living their lives like this. And it's something that doesn't ever stop. I'm gonna reiterate this because it's important. America's Next Top Model is syndicated in 180 countries. That's more than any reality show, like, like by a lot, right? And on repeat, nonstop. Now that's very successful for the show, but also nobody up, in- I grew up watching it like all my teen years and stuff is like, it's been, such an inspiration for me and then it's still really there's still a lot of great things to to gain from it um you know it's still fun show to, photo shoots with makeup and fun locations and like i think we're at this place where we really have to like find the things that were still really great and fun about it you know was it incredibly problematic yes should we di dissect it as a learning lesson and like change the game of the way it's played yes because I think that Tyra and the producers, Ken Mock, everyone that was with the show, as far as contestants and the ones that they mentally gaslight and manipulate, right? Like these, it's not just a TV show. This is where they need to look at it and be like, whoa, these girls' lives are seriously getting damaged. What do we do to stop this from happening? Because it really, it, it interferes in every single facet of my life, even though it, the, my original season was 15 years ago, like online all day, I still get called a crack whore. Like this needs to stop. Like, I know that you can be like, everyone would be like, well, that's reality shows and you signed up for this and this is how it is. No, it shouldn't be though. Like it's so gross, it shouldn't be. And besides that, don't compare Top Model 
to all these other reality shows because like I said, it's in 180 countries on repeat and it's you can't compare it to um, you know, The Bachelor because one, we went on the show not to find love, we went to further our careers. And then also like, well, Amazing Race, like that's a competitive show. It is a competitive show, but it is also um, like a fun scavenger adult game. It's like a scavenger hunt, top model and not syndicated in every single country constantly on repeat, same as The Bachelor. Top model is, and it's about our careers. And basically not only did it hurt 99% of our careers, um, it doesn't stop. And that's what happens when that, when it's syndicated and on repeat and forever. And like, if you are hurting someone's character so bad to where they can't even live their life 15 years later, don't you think that we should like go, fuck you, Lisa, why are you coming out 15 years later? Why can't we be like, why is she coming out 15 years later? Like really why? Because it doesn't stop. Like this needs to be addressed. Girls are not okay right now. Like this, we need to reflect. That's all we're really asking. Do you know that, listen to this, you know, it's so sad when I was like, what would the girls want? You know? So we're all trying to think about like, what would we want out of this situation? You know, like to Tyra, if she fully addresses it and I can talk to her or we can communicate through, you know, laser beams from outer space for freaking Republicans. That's an inside joke politically, but um, you know, however she needs to communicate like that would be really great because then she can just show that she's even trying to listen to what we're saying. Like we're hurt. Like this is affecting our lives every single day to like down today. You know, it's just what it is. One girl was like, all I really want is just some therapy. Like really Tyra, you can't hear that. Like you're so far and like better than us that you can't even listen to us telling you what, what this is doing to our lives. It made me, it made me cry so bad because when she said that I was just picked as a businesswoman, you know, I own companies and I was like, dang, she's full on. Like, she means that so much. And I'm just picturing all the tens of millions of dollars that Tyra just banks every year still, you know, and we got nothing. And that's the reality. You know, I see it from a different perspective and I'm like, okay, we're adding therapy to the list. We're going to change the game of reality television in the way that it's filmed. We're going to put some ethics and humanity into this because it is true. Girls have died from top model in the sense of like how much it m- mentally like tortured them even afterwards, just through their, their public persona and the way that they were portrayed. You know, it's, it's much bigger than me. It's much bigger even than the few girls that I'm like talking to more than a few girls. Yeah. Um, it's just something that needs to be addressed, period. And I've gotten somebody said something yesterday to me, and I was like, that is so fucked up. When I when I called out Tyra on one of my latest um Instagram posts, someone was like, I'm surprised you didn't tag or hashtag Black Lives Matter on this post. And I was like, that is so gross. Like, how fucking dare you? I'm talking about my mental abuse. And how I was treated on a reality show that I'm proving to everybody. And all these other girls are involved, including beautiful, beautiful black girls on her show. So how fucking dare, it made me step away. Like this weekend, I'm not going to be on social media. Because that like stings. It does circle back to, regardless, Tyra is a 
successful black woman. And she could also be controlled by the system, you know, of the whitewashed, like hierarchy, evil capitalism. In order to be a successful black woman, that's what has to happen. And if you look at it like that too, you're like, fuck. I think she she was just in that position where she had to just follow the script or whatever they have for her. And she was like a host, but still. And well, here's here here I beg you the question then. If that is the case, then why doesn't she make a statement and and so, see I know she's gonna get in trouble probably at, like above her, but at the same time, she can still, she's a very clever woman. She can still say something that can be like a riddle to us, you know? <laughs> like say something, because this just it's getting darker now that she's not, you know? It's like, but fine, let this play out. Let this. Let's let's do the dance. Let's go. Let's ride it like a roller coaster. Some days it'll will coast. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just hu. It's just humanity. It is just the 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 human emotions that are real and valid. So, like, I'm just going to be super authentic, and let this ride out the way that it's supposed to. And I'm going to address my feelings too, but also be so real about it. Like, I'm not trying to be like. Oh my God, everyone look at me. I'm trying to be relevant. Like, fuck off, dude. I don't have to do this, you know? Like, this is something that just needs to be done. People need to stand up to the, all of this. Yeah, I agree. And it's been bothering you for so many years. How can you finally got courage to speak out about it now? Yeah, and just stop it, you know? I was telling, this was also another reason why I said that, that message to Tyra. And it's, you know, uh, I had just found out, like, somebody sent me, this big blog of like the the most traumatic or tragic top model girls ever right so they put me in there um between the jael who died from breast cancer but she was a crack addict like living on the streets for you know 15 years after her season and then she ended up dying of breast cancer do you know what causes breast cancer smoking crack from aluminum foil you know, this causes cancer. Like they put me between her and then they put me between the girl that uh, went to jail for burglary and also um, possession of drugs. And she's serving time like still to this day. Um, And then uh, before her was the girl who a drug house got shot up and she was in there and she's dead. And it's like, okay, you guys are going to put me between that from a character that you know from 15 years ago. Blast it to 2.7 million viewers on YouTube. This just happened. And then say that I've been chasing drugs my whole life and that I went to rehab to detox from like crack, heroin, speed, mushrooms. I was like, I don't my husband. I was like, is there a drug they didn't mention? Like, how is this okay? Right? Like it just, it's just something that top model did and, and made me look like I was drinking every single night, which was totally false. Like so fucked up. Why would you do that to a young girl? And then also mentally like manipulate and torture her while you then edit her like that too. Like that is so fucked up, fucked up, dude. Yeah. And now my whole life, I'm still, even to this day, I'm an activist on the front lines of like social media, trying to fight for justice and humanity in this toxic, like Republican whitewashed control country while they're just killing black people and while they're letting like 
the the um, insurrection like terrorists, our own citizens as terrorists, like letting them go on their Mexican vacations before they serve time. Like it's such an insult, like during Black History Month, you know? I'm literally like a mom, just homeschooling my kids, stuck in quarantine, taking care of my dad who has MS, taking care of my husband who has, um, the closest I can say is like leukemia, like trying to make political videos that inspire people so that we can change the world. I'm literally like screaming from the balconies, like, ah, like let's change the world. Like we need to make this better. Like we're, everyone's crying over wearing a mask. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like we need to get this going, like the world, you know, like, I want my kids going back to school. My kids want to be back with kids. Like, this is ridiculous. So I'm doing all these really amazing things, I think, and learning how to pole dance. I mean, it's cool. I'm trying to make the best of everything. And then, you know, I have an awesome uh, page that has like 200 million um, impressions a month. We fucking hate Donald Trump. They allow me to post my videos on their page. And then you know what the comments start spreading all over their page? Isn't this the crap whore that fucking shit in a diaper? You know, it like follows me, this whole tire top model, like everything, it follows me even into my activism, trying to save my the world for my kids. That's where I'm like fucking done. Like, I'm so over it. Like Tyra, this needs to stop, like address it. We need to figure this shit out because it's lame. And it's ruining girls' lives. And I'm strong enough to take it, but I'm fucking done. Like, I'm done, you know? Then it's a distraction from the activism. And then, like, we fucking hate Donald Trump's account on Instagram, the, the one who runs it. He takes a picture of it. He sends it to me because now it's, like, a 100 comments deep of, like, yeah, she was the one from Top Model that, like, drank all the time and blah, 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 which distracts from the actual activism, like, the actual reason why we're making the video so that people so we can change the world. And then I had to explain it and apologize. Do you see what I mean? Like, it's so annoying. Like, it has to stop. Do you see where I am? Yeah, I'm sorry you're going through this, but you're brave enough to actually start to speak up because so many girls are not. I mean, if I can fight this, right? If I can fight, like, not necessarily Tyra. Like, let's find out. Is it Tyra? Is it Ken Mock? Is it the fucking networks? Is that why, like... You know, my E interview isn't coming out now because like it's all connected and they want to keep me down. Like, what is it? Whoever it is, like, can we face this? Cause it sucks. And like, let's fix it and move on. Like we are all people. Like nobody's, nobody's life is more important than anybody else's. We all deserve to be here. We all deserve a fair chance. Oh, it's just so gross. And then it's interfering to like, for me helping to change the world. But he also everyone go to we fucking hate Donald Trump's page on Instagram. It's amazing. And, and that's what everyone needs to listen to. And also you had some experience on Shark Tank. I didn't like. Yes. Hated you in some ways, too. When I was watching it, I was like, why are they saying that? They're like, oh, you the editing is strange. You lied about this. I was like, what? Oh, my God. The editing is. Yeah, the editing is strange. See, if I say this, then that then they aren't going to repeat me my episode as much if it goes if it gets big, you know, like so I always have to be a little bit on pins and needles because at the end of the day, like I'm it's important for it to keep airing because then it keeps it relevant. Right. Like it's like <laughs> come up with this com concept for the product. For Dario. Yeah. Um, OK, there you go. It was a product that I was. OK, so I was using one of those what I thought was a silicone bib, you know, the ones that are food catchers. 
And um, because I'm so busy, I was always in the car and kids are always hungry with snacks and everything. So I would always just put it in the food catcher. Uh, it turns out the one that I was using is actually made out of latex. And if you put anything warm in there, then you're actually, it releases chemicals that are basically you're poisoning your child. So gross. My partner, we were walking in the mall together one day and she saw that my son was in the stroller and I put on the, it was called the Tommy Tippy. It is the Tommy Tippy. And I put some French fries in there and put like ketchup on the other side. And she's like, oh my God, that's so clever. Cause then he would just dip right here and it wouldn't get messy. And then I was like, yeah, but the problem is, is like, he's like food touching. So I wish there was a divider. And also like, you know, when they don't finish something, if I could cover it. And she's like, that's genius. You should make it. And then that's when we both looked at each other and it was like, oh, um, we looked online as soon as we got back to the house and we realized that it had never existed. So we put two dividers and that's what my strongest patent is, is the, and it, um, mine is actually food grade silicone. So it's a really amazing material. And then just to beef up the whole design and make it like super futuristic. And at the time we were like, let's do a three in one. And then we're like, let's do a four in one. And then we're like, let's do a five in one. So the five in one is a um, food grade silicone bib. It also has a PP tray that acts as not only a food catcher, so that's two things, but also a divider bowl. And then we have the airtight seal food storage compartment unit. And then it comes with a spork. It's amazing. Yeah, the spork slides right into the back too. So it's great. It's dishwasher safe, microwave safe. And I still use it every week with my kids. It's amazing. Just with like pancakes. Um, you can even eat pancakes in the car now because of the syrup and nothing. Like, you know, we got rid of all the mystery space. So um, the kids really love it. Spaghetti for sure on spaghetti night. And then obviously, like when we just go and sit at the beach or we'll just go to the park and sit around, we'll have a picnic. It's just so amazing. And then if they run off and want to go play ball, you literally just take the silicone bib part and throw it over. So it's not like you have to seal it right away. It's just like a flap too. That's, so no bugs or anything or flies get on it. So it's, it's, um, it's really genius and I'm really proud of it. And yesterday, oh my God, we were up so late, um, my assistant and I, because we have never done like really, really in-depth description of it because you don't really want to tell too much because then you give them basically a map, right? So you kind of always want to be vague, but we basically just wrote everything like so spe specific so we have it. So it's just a lot of work. It's tedious. But yes, there you go is doing great. It's in 20 countries. Amazon just reordered. Um, I'm ordering more with my manufacturer right now. Was it challenging for you to get on Shark Tank? Oh my God, it's so challenging. It's harder to get onto Shark Tank than it is to get into Harvard. It was like a six, seventh month process. Yeah, it's it's forever. Even when you get in, you go to the studio or even if they fly you out from all over the country, they film in Los Angeles. You could go in front of them and have done that whole like six, seven month process and you won't even make it on television. So you'd have to like start all over again. For every like, I think it's like 30 brands per season or however much it is, um, they fly out like 140 brands. It's insane. So I got super lucky. Um, but I have a really great product. I'm not going to lie. It's really, it's really exceptional. We got into three other countries just during quarantine. So we're in South Africa, India, and then what was the other one? Three though. I will, I will <laughs> come back to me. It's on the website. I see. Did you learn any lessons from Shark Tank? 
What do you think? Yeah, I learned a ton of lessons. I think um, one of the most important lessons I've learned on Shark Tank, one, is that they definitely will uh, mess with you just to get a reaction out of you, just like other reality shows. Um, but I was, you know. And then another another thing was that I think it's just really important to look at your product and take all your feelings out of it because it is a trigger. And the way that they would talk about, like they were making fun of my colors over and over again and saying like, why did you start with four colors instead of two colors? And I was like, are you, are we seriously still talking about this? Like, can I tell you about the really important um, features of my product, you know? And it's like a way for them to sideline you, for you to even get your time and to talk about what you're passionate about. So it felt like I was getting jabbed, but it, that was a really great experience because at the end of the day, like they don't have to have feelings about your product. You know, it's, it's emotional. This is like my third child. I, I developed it, um, you know, from nothing, just an idea in our brain. So, um, yeah, I think that that was a, it was a good way to kind of step yourself out of your product to kind of just see it from everyone else's perspective, just women in business as well as like the CEO of the company, uh, from around the world. I do see like men, like thinking that they're better than me, you know, like super lowballing me. And I'm like, honey, no, no, no. Don't even go there. Like, okay, that's, that's what you're working with. Well, okay. Well, A, B, C, D, and E, you know? And I'm like the nerve. So that gets annoying, but it just makes you smarter and we're doing great. I'm so proud of us. I'm so proud of us. Yeah. 50% of our, our sales, 50% of our proceeds from dareyougo.com go to um, racial equality, like the NAACP. Um, We usually do that one. It always ends up going to like um, Act Blue too. Um, and different charities too. I've done No Kid Hungry too. I like to donate to them as well. You know, one in four kids during COVID now are going to bed hungry. That is not cool. So everyone go visit them <laughs> and go, go follow. We fucking hate Donald Trump and um, my sassy ass on Instagram, Lisa underscore D'Amato. <laughs> I didn't decide to learn pole dancing. Uh, I learned to learn pole dancing, I think, because I've always just thought it was so beautiful. I'm a gymnast and also a dancer myself. Um, I have three albums on iTunes. So I toured all over the U.S. for like five years just with my music um, and being on stage. So it's just a lot of fun. And it's like the best workout. And, you know, I got two kids. I'm stuck in quarantine. I'm somebody that always was super active and went to the gym a couple hours a day. And that's like really hard to do and also take time for myself because I have so much going on at my house. Yeah, it's it's something as a gymnast, it's something I think that you just always kind of want to do if you've never done it as a woman and somebody who still has a lot of energy. So with that, my husband, and then this is how politics came about. So I'm following We Fucking Hate Donald Trump account, um, my favorite account online right now. And um, my husband and I were taking out the trash. We have this long ass driveway and we're pulling up all the trash cans, which we do every week. And I had just gotten the pole and like gotten, you know, learned a couple combos, if you will. And we were both just getting so mad about Trump and and like all the the Republican KKK bullshit, you know, Proud Boys, whatever. And we're both just like, both being like, damn it. Like, how do we get these fucking people to stop? You know, and him and I are coming up with ideas. And I was like, what if I spit political facts like while I'm spinning around the pole? And he goes, yes, 
even the um our housemate who like rents the guest house he overheard us and he was like yes and so i was like i should go online and see if there's pole dancers that are super like pole dancing videos that are super political and there wasn't any and i was like what a shame because it's such a beautiful art um so i just i had already been studying a ton and putting out a bunch of educated content of my own research about kamala harris and joe biden and um donald trump and um seos and just really educating myself because I also was getting very disenfranchised um, with where I stood because it was impossible to even know what was factual. You know, it was like the pandemic of misinformation as well. And then Trump, like, ugh, you know, he's in the middle of all of it. And so um, that's basically it. And then I decided to do my first video and we fucking hate Donald Trump. I think I told him what was going on and he's like, oh, my God, we'll totally post it on my page. He had that page for four years, you know, obviously the whole time of Donald Trump. Right. So he posts it and he's like he kept telling me, like, it's it's like flying off the scales. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And then it was like maybe five, six hours in. And he's like, no, seriously, it's about to pass like um, 500,000. And I'm like, wait, what? Just thinking that that was maybe the normal because his page has 200 um, million impressions a month. So I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. I'm getting hit up like crazy from everybody. It went viral like crazy. And um, with that account, and he's like the news, you know, so he posts like 20 times a day. Um, it's still the highest rated video he has on his IGTV in four years. Right now, it's almost at like 700,000 views. And then just on my page, it's 170,000 views. And then on the politics page, it's like, you know, 12, 15,000. So we're like at a million views almost with that one video. My first politics video came out slamming on me fucking hate Donald Trump's page. And since then I've done like eight of them and I'm about to work on a new one. But I got a poll, listen to this, cause you watch my poll dancing, right? Like the politics. The best part about this is um, the next politics. I actually am getting a really tall poll in the disco. Cause I have a disco. So now it's going to be in the middle of the disco with all the lights. So the new politics is going to be banging, girl. It's going to be up in the club for real. So I'm really excited about that one. I'm going to learn a new combo, but um, I haven't been very smart. I haven't been stretching very well and I've been pulling things like I have a pain that's right here. So when I pull down right here and I'm left handed to it, it hurts. So I'm going to let it heal for a second. You know, got to stretch and uh, yeah. That's my life, you know, just fighting the better fight. Yeah, that's amazing. You're so brave. I really admire you for everything you do. Oh, thank you so much. I'm just a fighter. You know, I have so much like passion that I just want to run over myself sometimes. And the thing that drives me the most nuts in this space, like me and my space, right, is that like people question my intentions. Like I, I'm here because I want to be here. I want to help change the fucking world for our children and our future like why why is that such a questionable thing why does everything have to be like what does she want what do i want i want my kids to go back to fucking school like why aren't you standing here with me why aren't you making some type of educational videos like at this point aren't we all stuck in our house like shouldn't we all collectively be trying to make a difference here because like i know that my kids like want to go back to school they miss their friends um, I know that I could use some more help with my dad, but like, we can't have all these different people in our home because of COVID, you know? And I, 
they just got their first shot. So that's good. Um, but yeah, it's rough. Everyone's like screaming out there, like out their windows, like wanting things to, to change for the better, but like enough people aren't standing up. And so then I'm getting ridiculed because I'm standing up like, fuck that noise. You know, like, no, you you don't get to do that too. No, like join me. Ugh, so infuriating, but that's where I am. And where can all the <laughs> find you, your social handles, all the information? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm at Lisa underscore D'Amato on IG. And then my um, politics videos, those premiere on We Fucking Hate Donald Trump, at We Fucking Hate Donald Trump. Um, that's an amazing page. They have, I think, almost like 800,000 followers now. And then, um, yeah, and then Darygo is darygo.com. And that's my amazing five-in-one solution to help parents feed their kids. Nice. Thank you so much, Lisa. I'm so honored to have you on. And thank you for being my guest. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I hope I can shed some light onto like the bigger issues in the world. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much guys have a great day you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.